0: Hello and welcome to the Forge Church Catch-Up Podcast. We're delighted that you've chosen to press play on this podcast today. My name is Johnny and I'm part of the teaching team here at the Forge. Each Sunday, our hope and prayer is to provide practical teaching directed by God that ties into everyday life. We hope that today's talk encourages you. Hey, it's over seven weeks since lockdown was implemented by the government. That's over seven weeks of either being shut in the house by yourself, stuck at home with family or housemates, or being rushed off your feet because you're one of the key workers. So how are you actually coping with lockdown? You know, if you could describe it in one word or one emoji or gif, what would best describe your experience? Go on, put it in the chat and let us know. We would love to find out what your experience is. But also, I wonder how our relationships are coping with lockdown. I mean, having extended time together can be great, but it also exaggerates the annoying aspects of other people. You know, their untidiness, their sarcastic comments and their really annoying habits. All of those things can lead us just to want to stay in our room, to ignore them, or if we're on social media, to block them. Well, I want to pick up on two types of people that we'll encounter in life. There is the toxic person and there is also the sandpaper person. Now, the toxic person can be dangerous and harmful. They can be controlling, inconsistent, manipulative and abusive. And what they do is they erode our self-worth and dignity. Sandpaper people They're abrasive. They rub us up the wrong way. They can get on our nerves, but they're not actually damaging to our sense of self. So how we respond to these people will need to be different. Look, before I come on to that, I just want to highlight again the key theme of Jesus' teaching, which we can't get away from with regards to other people. He was once asked what the greatest commandment was, and so he answered it by giving two. The first one, he says, love God. And then he goes on to say this, a second is equally important. Love your neighbour as yourself. You see, in any situation, love must be the driver, however hard. God doesn't give us a get out clause on loving others. But love responds in different ways. Now, many of you will know that I have three children and when they were growing up, I loved them all. But love was expressed differently depending on the situation. You know, sometimes there were boundaries, sometimes they were told no, other times yes, Uh, they were disciplined on occasions and they were given treats at other times. You see, love was my driver throughout, but the response to each situation changed. So when it comes to these two different kinds of people, different responses are needed. So let's start with that Toxic person. You know, you'll have met them at work or in your communities, and sometimes, sadly, even within our families. Uh, the very name highlights this person can be harmful. A toxic person erodes our sense of self-worth and dignity. They are manipulative and selfish, and they're controlling. They play the victim card, and they can portray us as being the cause of their problems. And the key thing is, is that they do us harm over and over again so how should we respond to these very difficult people well in proverbs it says this guard your heart above all else for it determines the course of your life to guard is to protect so i want you to remember this word it's boundaries the only way to operate around these people is to establish clear boundaries because if not we come under their power and influence and that is always damaging and harmful You know, in Johnny's talk a couple of weeks ago, he said that words are so powerful, and he's right. Words from a toxic person can eat away at our self-worth, our confidence, our ability to shine. You know, a man called Dr. Henry Cloud, who's a psychologist and Christian speaker and author, writes about the importance of this in his book called Boundaries. It's a really helpful book, and it goes into a lot of detail on this subject. But boundaries provide protection, discipline, and they're essential for healthy relationships. But they're even more important when it comes to toxic people, because manipulative people won't discipline themselves, they won't hold back. So uh, for, for our own sake, we need to put boundaries in place. And a boundary is a marker that says no further. For example, you may need to put in a communication or availability boundary. You know, I'm not going to respond to every text or jump whenever they try and contact. It might be a physical distance boundary. Now, I'm going to create some space between us in order to be able to get perspective. It may be that we need to set up an emotional boundary. I will not listen to you when you're being insulting and when you're shouting. I'm going to remove myself Now, these are just some examples, but but you need to set whatever boundaries protect you from getting repeatedly hurt and having your self-worth eroded. You know, there's a proverb in the Bible that says this, like a dog returns to its vomit, so a fool returns to their folly. You know, some people are toxic and they're going to wrong us and they're going to do that over and over again. And they're going to keep returning to their vomit. But we don't have to be there when they do. And if you're being physically or mentally abused, if they keep repeating the same actions over and over, then you need to get away. You need to get away from them. It might require drastic action to do so. It might mean changing jobs, moving house. It might even, in the case of a marriage, mean leaving. Now, I take the commitment of marriage really seriously But the vows made can't be used as a weapon to keep someone in an unsafe relationship. Some toxic people may need to live with the consequences of their actions before they learn to change, before God can get their attention. So listen, if you're watching this and you fear for your safety or the safety of your children, don't put up with it any longer. You need to speak to someone and you need to get out. You know, the National Domestic Abuse Helpline is manned 24 hours a day. Their number is, is 0808 2000 247. I, I know it takes courage, but please call for help. See, toxic people are dangerous and harmful, and so boundaries need to be set up but hopefully these people are in the minority in your life and it's just annoying people that are rubbing you up the wrong way these sandpaper people sandpaper people are abrasive they get on our nerves they irritate and they frustrate us you know we all have sandpaper people in our lives again they're work colleagues, family members, neighbours in fact we will be sandpaper people to others so how can we positively respond to them? Well, the word that I want you to remember with these people is opportunities. These people hold, hold huge opportunities for you and I to grow. Now, we wouldn't necessarily choose these people uh, because we all want nice, happy, conflict-free lives. But, but that's not the condition needed for growing. You know, when we become followers of Jesus, the Holy Spirit comes to live within us, to be with us, but also to work in us. And the Holy Spirit's role is to shape us to become more like Jesus. So what does that look like? Well, Paul explains it in this way. He says, when the Holy Spirit controls our lives, he will produce this kind of fruit in us, of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. And annoyingly, God uses sandpaper people to train us, to smooth off our rough edges and actually play a huge role in shaping our character. I mean, just think about it. Who would like to be more patient? Come on, I bet you would, I do. Then how does the Holy Spirit produce patience in me? Well, it's through giving me opportunities to be patient with people who test my patience. See, to start with, it hurts. It's a bit like exercise. But patience is developed when patience is practised. And so if you're homeschooling at the moment, you have the opportunity to develop patience with your kids. You do. And this patience can, can then be worked out with our work colleagues and our bosses. And do you really want to learn to love others, for love to be the hallmark of who you are? Well, I do then God gives us the opportunities to love those who annoy us. That's the test. It's easy to love lovely people. That takes very little energy. But to really learn how to love requires loving those who are less lovely to us. And sandpaper people will rub us up the wrong way. And when they do that, how we respond becomes a potential growing experience. It's an opportunity for growth. Now, our desire is to move away from them, but often we need to move towards these people, to understand them, to love them, to be patient with them. And often some of the struggle is just down to the differences in personality and how we view life and how we operate in life. you know, we are not all the same. And understanding those differences and why they respond in the way that they do will go a long way to helping us accept people who are different to us and who value different things to us. So I would highly recommend the small group material called I Said This, You Heard That. It's part of our 10-month group resources, but you can use it in what we at The Forge call running mates, which are our close buddies or with friends. Uh, It explores four personality types. Sarah, my wife, did it with her group and it was hugely helpful. Now, we are commanded to love each other and God doesn't give us a get out clause, but love responds in different ways. So remember, boundaries and opportunities. Boundaries and opportunities. And wonderfully, God doesn't leave us on our own to do it the Holy Spirit provides his love strength and courage and the assurance of who we are and our value and I honestly think that it's, it's impossible to love others as we should without knowing God's love first because it's out of his love for us that we can love others and respond appropriately so come on where do you need to establish boundaries and what will those boundaries be And who do you need to lean into instead of pulling away from to grab the opportunities that this person gives to grow our character and our faith? These two things will keep you protected and keep you growing. Boundaries and opportunities. Let me pray. Father, thank you that you model love perfectly. Thank you that you love me regardless of my attitudes and actions and Lord in our relationships would you help us to love would you help us to tell the difference between someone who's toxic and someone who's just a sandpaper person and would you give us the courage and strength to respond appropriately to each situation we find ourselves in however hard it is please protect us and guide us by your holy spirit we pray in Jesus name amen that's all for this week thanks once again for joining us We'd love to keep the conversation going, so why not check out Forge Church UK on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram. Or go online at forgechurch.com where you can watch other content, find the next step, give financially or see any details of what's currently going on in and around the fall. We're looking forward to you joining us next time.